0: Connecting requires energy, and that is today's Morning Moxie. Welcome to the Morning Moxie Show. I am your host, Alicia Sharp, and today on the show, we have John Maxwell again for part two of his message on connecting with others. Today, his message is connecting requires energy. And we all know that relationships do take time and they do take some effort to maintain them and to help them to grow. Just ask any married couple or any really good friends because if you wanna connect with people, you've gotta go out of your way to do it. It just doesn't happen automatically. And so many times we wait on other people to connect with us or we wait on other people to reach out But in reality, we need to be the ones reaching out to others, blessing them, and just encouraging them in Christ. Here's John.
1: I followed the founding pastor into San Diego. Great man, been there for 27 years, done a terrific work. In fact, he's still alive today in his 90s, a a precious, godly man. The church adored him, they loved him. He was getting a little bit out of energy, and so I came in and had the privilege of trying to serve him in the congregation for the next several years. I had been there only a few months and I looked at a lady named Sue whose husband's name was Harry and I noticed that Harry hadn't been to church for the last couple of weeks and I said, Sue, I'm missing Harry. Is he okay? And she said, well, he's okay but he's having a little problem with you. I said, what's the problem? Well, he, he loved Pastor Butcher and you're new and, and he's feeling guilty because he he, he just really pastor butcher was everything to him and he's just missing him and he's just kind of staying away right now trying to figure it all out i said i understand i said could he would you be willing to talk to him he said well i'll ask him sure enough he was the next week harry and i are sitting together in my office i said i know you love pastor butcher harry tell me about it would you please tell me all the reason you loved him i want to listen for the next 40 minutes that dear precious man cried as he talked about the fact that Pastor Butcher buried his parents, married his kids, baptized the family, talked about the weddings, talked about all the incredible things that a pastor gets to do with people. And after about 40 minutes, he's crying, I'm crying. I said, Harry, I understand. I said, I think I need to share something with you. I give you permission, Harry, to always love Pastor Butcher more than me. To be honest with you, I could never take his place. He should be number one in your life. I shouldn't be number one. I'm not sure I should even be number two, but I do know this. Never feel guilty about letting him be number one. He is your pastor. He was your pastor. Always keep him where he is. Always love him. I said, just give him all your love. Harry, you got my permission. Don't ever feel guilty about it. You should always love him first. Now, I said, Harry, I do have a request for you. If after you get done loving pastor butcher first if you have any love left over maybe just a little bit you may not have it I don't know but if you have any left over could you just throw it my way he said you're kidding I said I'm not kidding at all you should love him first he should be always number one Harry started coming back to church. I kid you not, he lived for seven more years. And as I'd be out on the campus, there was never a month would go by I'd be talking to somebody. He kind of was a practical joker. He liked to sneak up on me. He'd come in behind me when I wasn't looking and he kind of put his arm around me and said, guess who? And I'd say, it's Harry. It's Harry. He said, I just want to come give you a hug and tell you that I had just a little love. Just a little love left over. Can I tell you something? There's nothing worse in this world than an insecure leader who somehow thinks that the world should worship him. Get a life. Understand, it is not about you. Connecting is all about others number two connecting requires energy one of the reasons that we do not connect as much as we could or should is because there's a tremendous requirement of energy that we have to continually expand to connect can I tell you the only difference between a great dating life and an average marriage is you worked harder when you were dating. Of course you did. Every day you got up and said, How can I please her? What could I do for her? What could I buy for her? Is there something I could is there something I could do that would add value to her? Every day you got up and it was all about the other person. The day you get married, you say, Oh my God, how are you going to meet my needs? Huh? My first church was in southern Indiana, it was Hillham, little church, little community, real little. First Sunday, there were three people. Two of them were Margaret and me. <laughs> Old lady by the name of Maud who lived beside the church, Maud, Margaret, me, that was it, three of us. I knew nothing about leadership back then. If I knew anything about leadership, I'd have voted on everything I wanted to see passed thought about voting, but I wasn't sure where my wife Margaret stood on a couple of issues. <laughs> I could see myself losing two to one the first Sunday. Not a good way to start. Church over a hundred years old, roof sag, walls bowed. I mean, it was poor rural farming community, but I had the time of my life. I love those people. They loved me. We went from three to 300. We moved to a new location, bought five acres of ground, built a little church there that still is there today. Twenty-five years later, they called me. And they wanted to know if I'd come back for the 25th anniversary. I hadn't been there for 22 years. They were a little bit intimidated. It was during the Promise Keepers movement, and I was doing a lot of stuff at Promise Keepers, and they knew that I was probably kind of doing pretty good in my life, and they wanted to know if I would come back. I said, I'd love to come back. And they they got excited, hung up, called me back five minutes later, and said, How much will it cost? (laughs) I said, I'll come back for free. I'll pay my expenses. My kids have never been there. I want to come. They were excited, I was excited. I hung up, Margaret looked at me and said, this will be interesting, John. She says, I can hardly wait to see you after 25 years where your life has gone crazy. And those people, they're still in Hillham." Hello? Their idea of progress is moving backwards slowly. still photos move on them she said I can hardly wait to see how you're going to connect with them and then I thought my goodness how am I going to now what is connecting requires energy so I began to work on it finally the day arrived took the kids we flew here's what I did before we left I called my friend Ken Jackson Hillham I said Ken have you had a recent pictorial directory of the church he said yes I said I want to meet you in West Baden bring it to the parking lot I want to see it for 30 minutes I want to see what those people look like today I want to put the name with the age because I can tell you right now some of those people were old he came showed me the pictorial directory And I determined to make them feel special. I said, when I come back, I'll come back a day early if we could just meet with the people that were there when I was there. I mean, I want a members-only club meeting, no one else allowed but you. I said, can you make sure no one gets in but you? Oh, they said, that'd be no problem. We won't have a problem keeping people out. And the way they said it, I thought they will have no problem keeping people out. I got the pictorial directory, so I had the names. I went down to the basement of the church where they had a potluck waiting for me and I called them all by name. We started hugging. And then I said, I brought something with you and I went over to a big box I brought and I started bringing out the memorabilia. I said, Shirley, come up here. I said, this was the sermon I preached the day you found Christ. I just wanna give that to you. And Ab, come over here, can can I show you? This is the picture of the pond out there in Hillham where I baptized you. You were the first person I baptized. And here's a picture of it, signed it on the back. And for the next 55 minutes to an hour, we wept and cried and we passed out all that stuff. The Sunday morning service was coming. They said it was going to last from 10 to noon. They said they're gonna sing one song, take an offering, and want me preach for an hour and 45 minutes. (laughs) They said, do you mind if we video? I said, no problem at all, you can video. I'm getting ready to preach. I look on the front seat and there's a guy with a big honking camera. Now when I said they could video, I assumed kind of like at a distance, tripods. He was there. And when I got up, he got up. He got in front of me, and for the next hour and 40 minutes, wherever I went, man, I mean, he went, he, I never saw the audience, but I saw the camera. I mean, the camera was right there. the Only in Hillham, folks, only in Hillham. My message was 10 things I learned at Hillham. Ten lessons I learned and I talked about how the fact that what they had taught me helped me in my life and my ministry. And my last point was if you feel called to preach and you graduate from seminary or Bible college, it ought to be a requirement that you spend one year in Hillham. (laughs) Because if you do, you'll get started off right. We wept, we cried, got back on the plane, Margaret took my hand, reached over and gave me a kiss on the cheek and said John you connected. It requires energy. Look at the inconvenience of Jesus in connecting with us. Constantly going to where we were. Talking in a language that we understood. The energy that is required to connect with people is worth the price you pay once you understand.
0: That was John Maxwell, and you can find that clip on YouTube if you search under John Maxwell, how to connect with others. You can also find out more information about him and his amazing ministry and all his great books and um, products and different things that he sells because he is just a really anointed man of God. But you can find those things on his website at johnmaxwell.com. Well, that is all I have for you today. I will see you again tomorrow for another episode. I hope you have an amazing day and that you are encouraged to go out and take your mountain with Jesus. God bless you.